0: Welcome to The Quarantine Tapes, a
1: daily podcast from Onassis, L.A. and Dublin. Hosted by Paul Holdengraber, this series chronicles shifting paradigms in the era of social distancing.
0: Hello. Hello, could I please speak with Chris Smalls? Speaking. Hello, Chris. This is Paul Holdengraber calling you, and I'm delighted to have you on the phone. Thank you for being thank you for being part of the quarantine tapes. Your voice is very, Absolutely. Your voice is very very important to us. Chris, if you could for our listeners, describe a little bit who you are and what your present predicament is.
1: Sure. Well, my name is uh, Chris Smalls. I am a 31-year-old father of three. I have twins, one boy, one girl, one older son as well. He's uh, 10 years old. I'm a former Amazon supervisor, a.k.a. process assistant. And um, as of March 30th, um, I held a walkout um, in Staten Island, New York. That resulted in my termination two hours later in protest of getting enough of my people um uh, trying to protect them from coming down with this uh horrific virus that we're dealing with uh COVID-19
0: you've been working for Amazon for quite some time yes sir for 5 years i take it yes yeah, since uh 2015 could you describe your, your work over the years, how it began and how it evolved?
1: Sure. Um, I started from the bottom. I came in as a level one picker, making $12, 12 an hour um, in 2015. Um, I worked hard for about uh, seven months and then I, be, I got promoted up. Tell, into, uh, tell, to me,
0: tell me what the, the work consisted of. You used the word picker. I'd, I'd love to know because. In, sure. in in many ways, Chris, one of the things we don't know, we know that packages are delivered, and that mm-hmm. there's an obsession for for speed, and that we're all amazed by how well Amazon, in a way works, but we don't know yep. the, we don't know the inner workings uh, of the company. Sure. so I'd love you in a, in a way, Chris, what I'd love is bring me there. Oh, absolutely.
1: So a picker is actually the department before it gets packed out. Um, we are responsible for picking the customer's orders that they order online um, off the robot. These robots, they, uh, there's thousands of them that bring the orders directly to my workstation. And at my workstation, on the computer screen, it shows us a picture of the customer order. We pick it off the customer we pick it off the robot we put it into a yellow tote and the yellow tote gets conveyed onto a long conveyor that goes down to the pack department for the packer to take it out of the yellow tote and pack it into the box that's being shipped out to the customer so a picker's responsibility is to work um by the second by the hour in the production rate uh to Meet expectations. You have to pick a certain amount um, by the hour, and the way you do that is you got to make sure your speed is calculated by the number you can pick in seconds. So uh, that's what pickers do. You know, we pick out the items. The packers pack out the items.
0: So it goes from picker to packer.
1: Yes, sir. You got it. Okay,
0: and so Mm -hmm. so you did that for seven months, and then you were promoted to be a packer.
1: I was promoted to the position I am now. Uh, I was a process assistant then and I'm a process assistant now.
0: (laughs) Right. When I, mm -hmm. and, and and what, 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 what was that job until, until 10 days ago? It's
1: basically, it's, it's a, it's the same thing as, uh, it's basically assistant manager. Like, uh, my job was to supervise and oversee the operation in the pick department only. Um, and my manager was my direct manager, but he was overseeing, um the whole entire operation my job was more hands-on with the employees engaging with them making sure that they're you know able to perform the job and my job entitled training coaching um auditing and those things in nature making sure everybody was safe as well
0: and um w- would you say that there's been a change in the in the last five years that you've worked uh, at amazon would you would you say there was a change that occurred over those years or has there been a certain kind of consistency?
1: Oh, absolutely it's uh, changed. the process got a lot better, a lot more efficient. Um over the years they developed a uh, different type of equipment to make the process faster. That's what makes Amazon Amazon, you know. They uh they're the leading retailer because their technology is just so much better than all the competitors. So over the years yeah things were definitely implemented that wasn't there when I first got hired and um I've seen the change in the company and um you had to adapt to it either you adapt to it or you don't make it
0: But there was a, there was some adaptation that you didn't want to uh, you didn't want to adapt to everything that was happening in the company as of recently and I I'd Absolutely. Li- and I'd like you to take us through what happened from your point of view because sure. your, your life has really changed in the last yep. couple of weeks.
1: It sure did. It sure did. You hit it right on the nail. Um, yeah, one thing I don't uh, condone in is, uh, the mistreatment of people of human beings and these people I work with 40, 50 hours a week, uh, for years. This is my extended family. Right. So, right. um, I didn't agree with the way we were being treated. I didn't agree how we wasn't protected. I didn't agree with the company not allowing us to be transparent with the employees about um, people that tested positive. And I didn't agree with the policy. So um, starting in the beginning of March, that's when I started to take my stance. And I started contacting the health department, the CDC, the state department. Um, you know, filing complaints to get the building quarantined because I wanted to be proactive instead of reactive. Right. Um, as you know, our, our, our company, well, our country as a whole, we're playing catch up to the virus right now. Right. The virus is winning. And we were doing the same thing within the company. Um, the company is very, very nonchalant about the safety of their employees. And this is why there's multiple, uh, people that tested positive in multiple different sites right now. So I tried to prevent that. You know,
0: and and, and when you when you brought this to the attention, I suppose, of supervisors or others, how did they react to the fact that some of the employees you worked with um, were in danger and perhaps were actually sick? They didn't. They, they didn't, didn't react. At that's all. Right? <laughs> that's the problem. That's the, that's the issue. They didn't react. So
1: um, that was a concern for me. It was like, you know, uh, because there wasn't no confirmed cases, um, in the beginning of March, and they were so called in compliance of the CDC guidelines. They felt like there was no need to panic, and I was like, "Well, that is insane because it's only a matter of time." So, it's not a, it's not a matter of how, it's a matter of when, and that was my mindset. And um,
0: and and many you know, many, I, many of the employees didn't have quite the luxury of just not working.
1: Yes. It's still to this day. You know, you're you're putting people in a, in a tough position. It's either you stay home and get unpaid, or you go to work and you possibly put your life at risk or your family's life at risk. So, not really a choice. And um, they're offering this blood money with the two dollar raise and the double time after 40 hours overtime. Um, that's just that's just blood money, you know, because you're, you're you're putting your your health and your life at risk. High risk, not worth it.
0: goodness um yes yeah, a lot i know that <laughs> I know, I know, but 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 it's a lot for me to hear but it's um i'm i'm thinking more about you chris and i'm thinking that uh, in in many ways you have become a, a figurehead for them uh, you you now i oh, yeah. I, I imagine uh, jeff bezos actually knows your name um oh yeah <laughs>
1: I think they all do after that leaked memo, right? You know, so, so t-
0: tell us about the leaked memo.
1: Um, well, I, I don't want to get into details, of uh, course but not. I can, of course not. I can, I can tell you that, uh, we all know who these people are now. We all know who we deal with. Um, you know, that, that was meant to be exposed to the public because now we know that they don't care about the employees. Um, they don't care about the employees. They don't care about people as a whole, you know? Their focus is on me. It would never be Amazon versus Chris Smalls. It's going to be Amazon versus the people. So they can try all they want. It's not. I'm not going to stoop down to that level.
0: I I read what Alexandria Ocasio Cortez wrote uh, in in mm-hmm. response to to the leak, and I also read the response of Amazon, um, where they where they clearly say in a statement to Newsweek. Amazon wants to make this about me, you said to Newsweek. But whether Jeff Bezos Mm -hmm. likes it or not, this is not about Amazon's, this is about Amazon's workers and their families everywhere. There are thousands of scared workers waiting for a real plan from Amazon so that its facilities do not become epicenters of the crisis. More and more positive cases are turning up every day. Instead of protecting workers and the communities in which they work, however, Amazon seems to be more interested in managing its image. And that last part, of course, is incredibly important, is managing its image. And how has it done that? And in your view, how has it done it and perhaps not revealed really what the conditions are?
1: Well, yeah, you've seen it, you know all of a sudden they're doing all these new promo videos showing how they're taking temperatures and, you know, they're sending out uh, masks to all these buildings now. It's because of me, you know. It it wasn't happening before. And because, you know, I'm the whistleblower of what wasn't happening, they decided to take action now. But it's all too late. This virus has been around in these buildings for almost two months. Um, Everything they're doing right now is band-aid work. Everything they're doing right now is catch up. Is reactive um you know jeff basil's donating a hundred $100 million dollars to the food pantry that doesn't mean anything take care of the employees that are unpaid right now pay the employees that have been unpaid for the entire month of march to use that money towards that or uh, how about use 100 million dollars towards the medical field that's that's what really needed so everything they're doing is you know fabricated and and it's just you know sugar coated to make everything look good. It's not like that. That's not the reality of the situation, and it's uh, it's really shameful what they're doing, people out here. And that's why I'm fighting until so I can't fight no more.
0: Is social distancing actually possible within the plans? No,
1: no, it's not. You have to eat lunch together. You have to use the same microwaves. You have to work together you have to team up in certain uh processes so you know you can do it in certain parts of the building but what about going in and out the door what about you know going in and out the restroom what about sharing equipment there's not enough equipment to to supply for every single picker sometimes you got to share sometimes you got to pass it off to another person so no you can't not in operations it doesn't work like that you know and then there's not enough cleaning supplies <laughs> there's, a, there's a shortage with cleaning supplies and then you got to think about this the third party companies that they use to clean the buildings, they scared themselves. You think they want to come to work and get sick when they got multiple cases in these buildings? They don't even show up for work. So, if they don't show up for work who you got to clean in the building. So, no. The answer is no.
0: While you were working, which really ended only less than 2 weeks ago, what had people started to order different things from Amazon? No. No.
1: Amazon is not as not, not into as people think it is. They were still ordering sex toys. They were still ordering cosmetics. Really? Really?
0: really? More, yep. more sex toys than before? Yeah, you know, people are home now. <laughs> home and lonely. No, I, I, you, know, you know, Chris, I've, 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 well, I've actually been wondering, you know, what will happen in nine months' time from now? And furthermore, you know, how many people will stay married or not?
1: Hey, I don't know, man. I know I'm divorced, so <laughs> that's all I know. I don't know. But uh yeah, people were still ordering cosmetics, sex toys, uh, video games, whatever you name it. I've seen it all. Echo dots. You know, they made sure they kept their Amazon owned products up there. So yeah, the rich get rich and the poor get poor, right?
0: And I, I I do realize also that for Amazon this 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 virus has not been detrimental to to their well being uh, financially at all. It's in some ways it's it's um, it's helped them in a strange way. Yeah,
1: it really is. It's a sad situation, you know. It's it's very sad, and I hope uh, the world wakes up. Um, You want to practice real social distancing? Stop clicking the button. Stop clicking the one-click buy. Um, What we was doing 20 years ago, we were getting up and going to the local grocery stores. Um, You know, shut down Amazon. These buildings are, uh, they're dangerous. They're breeding grounds for the coronavirus. There's 500,000 employees nationwide, 800,000 employees worldwide. God forbid we all become carriers. Of COVID-19. This virus spreads to two and a half people. Do the math. That is a very scary situation. You talk about ending humanity right here. So people need to wake up. We really do.
0: Chris, did you imagine two months ago that you would become this radicalized activist?
1: Absolutely not. Two months ago, I was just a father. I'm still a father and, um, just a regular person. Um, my life changed on March 30th. Um, and one day I brought the world and brought it to my bedroom and, um, found somehow, some way, um, this is my purpose. You know, I didn't, I didn't know my purpose in life before March 30th. I just knew I was doing the right thing. And then after that, uh, everything just started to become more clear that, uh, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to spread this message out to save people's lives. And um, that's what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to save people's lives at the end of the day.
0: In, in 2018, there in April uh, of 2018, so two, two years ago, um, Amazon made this statement um, about unions. They said, we are not anti-union, but we're not neutral either said a video distributed to managers of Amazon-owned Whole Foods. We do not believe unions are in the best interest of our customers or shareholders, or more, most importantly, our associates. Our business model is built upon speed, innovation, and customer obsession, things that are generally not associated with unions. Mm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it's not working for them. <laughs> it's not working for them because uh, they don't know how to take care of people. And if they don't know how to take care of people, then the union's going to formulate a coalition and I fully support it. Take the power back. And that's what we got to do. We got to take the power back from capitalism. So that's what we're going to do. That's exactly what we're going to do. And I'm going to fully support it.
0: So what are you doing now? Uh, I started a revolution, and um,
1: I can't turn my back on it. And um, like I said, I can't get into the details of what's going to happen. But you will see more walkouts. You will see more people uh, stepping up. And I empowered people to uh, take a stance. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to support the movement that I started. And and I'm going to continue to spread the word um, about saving people's lives and how dangerous these buildings are. That's what I'm going to do.
0: You know there, there there was an article in ABC News which I I'll mm-hmm. read I'll read a little bit of it you've you've probably seen it in a statement to ABC News Amazon said last week that it had been working to keep employees safe at the Staten Island fulfillment center adding that claims made by smalls that the company is putting workers in jeopardy were simply unfounded our employees are heroes fighting for their communities and helping people get critical items they need in the crisis. Amazon's statement reads, Like all business grappling with the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, we are working hard to keep employees safe while serving communities and the most vulnerable. How do you feel about that kind of terminology? I'm particularly thinking of the word that Amazon is using here perhaps for their image of heroes.
1: Well, put it like this. You're to, you're talking to people, they're getting these statements from people that never stepped a foot inside these warehouses. I'm in the trenches with these people. They're not. Um, like we said, they always do band-aid work and PR to look good to the to the public eye. But let me tell you something. Till this day up until this day, there's thirty cases in that building mm. so they if they if they think they're keeping Staten Island building safe, I don't know what they're talking about and um yeah it's it's all lies that's all I can say about that i mean there's there's thirty cases in that building I actually went out there yesterday to to protest again um so, so people, yeah I don't know whats I don't know what's unfounded yeah. but <laughs> What we got in black and white, uh
0: yeah. Chris, people people are contacting you now, left and right. <laughs> what? Yes, sir. All over the world. <laughs> All, I, I'm contacting you right here. What What are they asking you? What are they asking from you? What kind of advice are they seeking?
1: Man, well, I tell you what, it's a it's a little bit of, of both. Uh, I'm getting calls from. Tokyo, Japan, Germany, Brazil, Colombia, Italy, uh, Sweden, Australia, Canada. Um, You name it. I got emails and calls from all over the world. Most of them are in the same situation. So what they're saying is, thank you for speaking up on our behalf. What can we do to help you? And whatever that conversation leads to, whether it's helping me help them take a stance or me giving them the empowerment to take a stance, that's exactly what's going on. And, um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anybody's uh, plans, but, um, like I said, there will be, this is a revolution and you will see more walkouts. Just stay in tune.
0: In closing, Chris, I want to read to you, um, a statement, a quotation By an American writer, James Baldwin, who in in 1976 wrote this Mm -hmm. The victim who is able to articulate the situation of the victim has ceased to be a victim. He or she has become a threat. Uh,
1: That's powerful. That's powerful. And um, yeah, I refuse to be a victim. Um, and obviously, I'm a threat to uh, the richest man in the world. So I'm speaking truth to power. And this is why the focus is on me. But Like I stated before, um, it would never be Amazon versus Chris Small. It's going to be Amazon versus the people
0: chris i I can't thank you enough for for taking the time to to talk to us today. It's thank you paul for having me It's really it's really been a, a pleasure to speak to you. Your quarantine is of a very different nature than many quarantines. in a way, it's anything but a quarantine.
1: Oh yeah, I'm out there <laughs> and it it's only it's only the beginning so uh thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to speak and giving these people a voice because you're helping them out as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time and stay safe as much Anytime. as you can.
1: You too, sir. You too. Stay safe.
0: All Be the, well. All the best to you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care.
1: To support this show and DubLab's progressive programming, go to dublab.com support.